The first reading from Malachi chapter 3. Your words have been hard against me, says the Lord, but you say, how have we spoken against you? You have said, it is vain to serve God. What is the profit of our keeping his charge or of walking as in mourning before the Lord of hosts? And now we call the arrogant blessed. Evildoers not only prosper, but they put God to the test and they escape. Then those who feared the Lord spoke with one another. The Lord paid attention and heard them, and a book of remembrance was written before him of those who feared the Lord and esteemed his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, in the day when I make up my treasured possession, and I will spare them as a man spares his son who serves him. Then once more you shall see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve him. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 23rd chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. There followed Jesus a great multitude of the people and of women who were mourning and lamenting for him. But turning to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the days are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, Cover us. For if they do these things when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others, who were criminals, were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. And the people stood by watching, but the rulers scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Rejoice to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is from the Old Testament reading, Malachi 3. Hear again these words. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who don't. Would you stop whining? How many times have we said that to someone? Probably especially a, a young child who wanted something and wasn't getting it. Stop complaining, especially about little things. Well, that must be the way the prophet Malachi felt. He was dealing with a whole nation of people who were whining about God. Malachi, as we heard last week, 
was one of the Old Testament prophets, the last in the list. There was a 400-year gap, and the next prophet was John the Baptist. The children of Israel have now returned to the Promised Land after their exile in Babylon. The temple has been rebuilt. Life should be good for them. But the people are whining and complaining to God. Last week we heard that their worship was irreverent and that they have become faithless in their relationship to God. They question God's love. God says, I have loved you in the first chapter of Malachi, and the people say, how? They question what the advantage is of serving God. They say it offers no benefits. In fact, those who do evil and despise God, they seem to be doing much better. They would echo the words of Jeremiah, why does the way of the wicked prosper? And it seems the wicked do prosper. What is really happening here, though, is that the people have wandered away from God. They've robbed God of the tithes and the offerings that they should be bringing to him. They've not given him their best. They've not given God the first fruits, the very first of their income, not the leftovers. And they have spoken harsh words against the Lord. They've resisted and questioned his word. They've just gone through the motions of being religious. They participate in worship in a lackluster way, half-hearted, wanting to know what is the benefit for them in it, instead of seeing it as faithful service to God. So Malachi is sent to the people, and he challenges their faithfulness and their service to God. He brings a message from God, return to me, and I will return to you. Some of the people heard the message of Malachi, and they repented. They talked among each other. They encouraged each other. They confessed their faith and their dedication to serving God. And God listened and heard them. A scroll of remembrance was written, he says. Their names were added to the scroll, like the book of life that we hear of in Revelation. They will be mine, says the Lord Almighty. In the day when I make up my treasured possession, I will spare them, he tells them. When the end of all time comes, the faithful will be welcomed into his heaven. Just as Jesus promised the thief on the cross who repented and confessed his faith in Jesus, today you will be with me in paradise. He promises that you will see again the distinction between the righteous and the evildoers, between those who serve God and those who do not. This time it will be the wicked who do not fare well. The message of Malachi is a message for us also. We live in a time when there are many, many who have wandered away from God, and they just seem to be going through the motions of serving him. Well, at the same time, they question everything that God has done for them instead of evaluating how they are serving God. So we need to hear the warning of Malachi, the warning of God also. 
All have sinned. All have disobeyed God and have not served him faithfully. That includes you and me. We deserve God's punishment. And God promises the wicked will indeed receive the punishment that they deserve. But he makes another promise. Those who repent of their sins and put their faith and trust in Jesus as Lord and Savior, they will receive God's gift of forgiveness. Just as in Malachi's time, promises he makes to remember those who are faithful to him. He forgives our sins because Jesus died on the cross to pay for them. He writes our names in the book of remembrance, the book of life. And he promises eternity in heaven with him and all who believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior. As thanks for his mercy, we serve him. Not half-heartedly, not just going through the motions, but with all that we have, we serve him. We serve God as we tell others of his love for them in Jesus. And you know, this is a great time of year coming up now to invite people to come with you to worship, that they too may hear the good news of the Savior who has come and is coming again, to reach out to those who have wandered away. You know who they are. You see the empty spots in the pews. Invite them to come back. We also serve God when we provide help to those in need from the abundance that God has blessed us with. Not only at this time of year, but certainly at this time of year with the food drives and the toy drives and the clothing drives and all of that. The people need our help all year long. We serve God as we provide for the needs of others. And we serve God when we live our faith by showing love to all people. And you know, it's absolutely amazing at this time of year what little manners some people have, they're gone. We can serve people and show God's love to them just by being kind, just by sharing of the joy that we have in our hearts because of Jesus. The other day I went to get my uh, license plate tag and I walked in the Secretary of State's office and the woman at the counter said, Hi, how are you? I said, I'm fine. How are you? And she stopped and she said, well, thank you for asking. It's little things that show our Christian faith. It's little things that show God's love to others. Rather than whining about God, we celebrate and we thank him for his love. And we share that love with others. Amen. May the peace of God, which goes beyond all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We stand.